Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. One of the biggest challenges that people have who take my Inner Guidance Mastery Blueprint course is about whether or not they really can trust their inner guidance. So that's part trusting themselves and their own inner senses. And it's also part trusting the universe, presence, the energies, the divine, however you want to speak to that. And what I know is that this really requires a nuanced kind of exploration to bring it into your everyday life. Because why talk about inner guidance or intuition if it doesn't completely connect with the way you live your life? So what's important to me is to make that real. And that's the intention of my guest today, too. And I'm excited to have you join us for what I know will be a profound conversation. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. Head there to discover your quantum connection with your inner guidance by taking the quantum connection quiz. We're each designed to connect differently with the universal field, with source. And knowing your own way of doing that is not about what kind of personality you have. But it really is the first step of aligning within with your inner guidance at a deeper level than you ever thought you could. It's the secret to having abundant flow in your business and your personal life. So I've invited my friend Jennifer Eurizio, who is the founder of Soul Language. I've invited her here to have this kind of incredible, I know it's going to be an incredible, juicy conversation. Because Soul Language and she'll probably talk about this too, is a paradigm that puts tangibility to soul. So a conscious connection can be established to enable crystal clear decisions for success. Jennifer is also a master intuitive and the author of two best-selling books. Currently, she has trained over 30 practitioners worldwide in soul language. There are over 5,000 individuals all over the world connecting to their soul language. And after we have this conversation, there will be 6,000. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Jennifer, to Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to being with you today. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. And I, I just know we're going to have you know, those deep, fun conversations that you go, oh, the time went so by so quickly. Mm -hmm. We could talk forever. So I'm very excited about it. Great. So when I asked you the question that I usually will ask um, my prospective guests, you know, what are you most interested and excited to talk about? I'd say probably 80% of them don't really have something juicy at the ready. They think they, oh, you know, they, they have things that they have, they have their standard template. Yeah. That's sad. So I have, that's it sad. is. And I, so yeah. I push a little, but with you, I didn't have to push at all. <laughs> you said, I get, yeah, you said trusting the divine, you know, and there is a lot of stuff around that. A lot of metaphysical stuff that people either get thrown off with or just don't know what to make of it. 
yeah. I mean, I, I think the first thing is what they call that thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think so often when you go, when I go to a client, so what do you call that? They're like, well, I call universe or I call it divine or mother. I'm like, yeah, okay. What, what, num- what name do you use when you're in pain? Mm-hmm. And that's the name you most resonate with for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So let's clear up all of the debris around that. So people really form a deeper relationship with that versus, mm-hmm. you know, having that kind of, well, I really call it God, but I'm really calling it like, you know, something else over here. Mm-hmm. I think that, Mary, that's or, so or, important, yeah. right? I think that's so important. I had one person go, because so, I always say, well, when you're in pain, what's the, the name you call out to? Mm-hmm. And the person went, I don't call out to anything when I'm in pain. And I went, oh, well, <sighs> we need to really start there because what? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. really? Like, okay. Do you right? think you so have I, to do this all by yourself? I know, like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I think that's also... When people don't trust the divine, it's it's mainly because of a deeper reason, right? We've overlaid our relationship with our parents over to this thing called God, Universe, Tree, Bob's Cupcake, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really about untangling also those relationships of those original or origin relationships mm-hmm. that we've um, we've overlaid with the divine. Do you, do you see, is this is something that I've seen that it's also people's relationship with their own religious upbringing. And I use that distinctively, that word religious. Yeah, no, it, it taints, it, it can really, you know, sour the milk, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any painful experiences that they, they've had can also kind of form that relationship. I mean, I grew up Catholic. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember being, you know, in CCD class and they started this film about like abortion and, and, and like the, the, all of the bad stuff about mm-hmm. abortion. And I remember the projector coming on and then I remember the projector going off and I don't remember anything in between wow. that. Wow. And it must have been so, and I still don't to this day, it must have been so traumatic. Like when I was like 10, mm-hmm. that it, uh, and I remember for a long time going, wait, 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 these people are supposed to take care of me. And, mm-hmm. and, and I felt very unsafe mm-hmm. in that environment because of that trauma. Um, and, you know, that's that for a while, you know, as I was developing my new relationship, I wouldn't, I use God. I wouldn't use God. I use mm-hmm. master planner. What kind of crazy name is that? And mm-hmm. I like, that's my own crazy name. Right. Um, <laughs> and it was like really establishing that relationship with the God view again, and really letting go of any human overlay of that relationship, because that's not the truth. That's mm-hmm. just, you know, man's interpretation of what he thinks the truth is. And man gets a men in general, men and women mm-hmm. get it wrong a lot, unfortunately. And so how do you, so the first step is, 
okay, what do you call out to? Who do you call out to? And then what's the next piece of that? It's clearing any of the debris that's in the way of having that relationship that isn't tainted with any other belief structure but your own. So I, the other day, I watched through the eyes of Tammy Faye Mm. about Tammy Faye Baker. And, you know, I I knew nothing about her except for the Saturday Night Live thing, right? Mm. And so part of the conversation is Jim's like, well, I had a conversation with God. And Tammy Faye goes, well, so did I, right? Uh And, right, so often we hear that conversation with that higher power uh, through layers of pain, suffering, belief system. So it's really kind of deconstructing those beliefs so we're not hearing it through a tainted layer so it's also going okay like i'm hearing this but in is this really true or is this another layer of a belief that really Mm -hmm. i was given that i didn't create my my myself yes yeah and then from there it's also our own self-doubt You know, so if this is really a higher power, then am I worthwhile? Am I worthy of of hearing this? Because I've I've also seen the other side of that, which is people getting into the the holier than thou and it being a kind of ranked. Well, I heard this. Well, I heard that in my conversation. And the the reality to me is that if, if there is that in the experience, Think again, (laughs) take another look. There's no either or there's no like it's really talking to the God goo is really a big, giant, gray conversation of goodness. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not absolutes. It's, you know, and so. And the God goo is never going to say you're better than that guy. Mm-hmm. Nor is the God goo going to say you're unworthy and they are. It doesn't work that way. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it all is. We're always going to hear the God goo through human expression because we're in a human body. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. still going to have some sort of uh, formation through our senses and through our interpretation. But Anytime it's absolute, anytime it's either or, anytime it's you must, you're not enough, or you're so good. Mm-hmm. And not that you're so loved, but you're so good. You're so right. Um, it's the judgment, the layer of judgment in there that, yeah. that you're it's talking about. It's tainted. Yeah. yeah. You know, a righteous man is never going to say he's righteous. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I have lived my life with one statement. The more I know, the less I know. Oh, and that's absolutely. not right. That's not going to the, the conversation with such humility that you're now, uh, you know, uh, a carpet that people can walk over you. It's knowing that you are of that thing and that thing is of you. Yeah. And when you have that kind of, oh, this is just is, it takes a lot of the human judgment, the human uh, pain and suffering out of the equation. 
and you can have a really fun conversation <laughs> and it's supposed to be fun, everyone. And I think people forget that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when we take judgment out of the equation, we also, <sighs> the, the piece that's important to me is that it's a partnership. So even if I get inner guidance that I'm supposed to do something, or this is the better choice or whatever, the right choice for me in this moment, I still have free will. I still get to choose. And and no matter what, without me, the personality, the human, the physical body, I couldn't, God couldn't work through me. You know, we, so we have to be, we we are the co-creators. Yeah, it's a, it's a co-creation process. And you know, our big free will choice is very simple. It's not whether to go left or right. Our big free will choice is to choose to feel whole and complete, which is closer to that thing called God, mm-hmm. or to feel separate. It's the biggest free will choice we have, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so when I'm always in that conversation, that's the overlay. That's the big thing. Like, hey, God, who occasionally I dress up to look like Elvis. Hey, God, what decisions, thoughts, actions, things that I can do and be that's going to be closer to me realizing that I'm whole and complete and expressing that wholeness and complete. And if I believe I'm whole and complete, and sometimes I'm really good at this and sometimes I'm not, then I have to treat everyone like they're whole and complete. So you really then are impacting how you are with everybody else. So it's yeah. not just for you. It is absolutely a way of, of how you live your life. Yeah. And sometimes I'm really good at it and sometimes I'm just not. And that's okay. You know, every moment is a new choice. But I think when we have that anchor, when we have that place where we feel totally safe, home in that conversation in that energy of god mm-hmm. when it's in every cell of our body let me rephrase when we activate it in every cell of our body because it's uh-huh. in every cell of our body uh-huh. there's a feeling of oh okay that's good let's do that versus <laughs> a low hum of anxiety I'm feeling unsafe Mm -hmm, and feeling mm -hmm. as if you're lost. And I think now more than ever, we require that touchstone. We require that anchor um, so we can truly not just transform our own lives, but transform the world Mm -hmm, and how mm -hmm. we operate in it. And you just used the phrase, you know, that that low hum of anxiety. I, I want to flip that around because when I am in that flow, I feel a low hum of, of joy or maybe yeah. it's a high hum. You know, it's but it is that constant. It's not the emotional. It's not the highs and lows. It really is right. that sense of, oh, <laughs> this is how life works. Yeah. And for all those people that have warrior nature, it's. You know, because some sometimes when we have that warrior nature, we can roll our eyes up like, oh, yeah, the birds and the flowers and the care bear. <laughs> right. And so 
coming from somebody who has warrior nature, it's it's not flighty that feeling. That feeling right. is really grounded. You know, yes. I always it's substantial. Uh, it's really it's huge, and I I always you know um, use the metaphor, I guess, that when you're in that feeling, you just put your hand out and stuff falls in it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's that perfect kind of being in, in, in harmony with everything. Yeah. Right. You still have your individual thoughts. You still have your individual, um, preferences, but you're not kind of fighting against everything. It just feels good. And it doesn't mean like it feels good care bear wise. Right. It just feels like home. That's the only way I can describe it. Like home. Like home. Mm, that's lovely. That really is lovely. Because there's that when when we go through life with that feeling of, oh, I'm home and I'm operating from from home. We're not struggling. And so sometimes the universe comes along and this is how I see it we hit a situation where we feel uncomfortable and I have the choice in that, in that moment to say, Oh, something's wrong with the other person or why didn't the universe, you know, give me what I asked for. Maybe it gave me what I needed. Um, but really to recognize, Oh, okay. If this is happening, what am I needing to learn? What am I needing to look at? What am I needing to discover? How is this for me now? As opposed to how, why is it not working in the way that my little pea brain wants it to work? Yeah, and then I'm going to wrap it around to trust, right? Mm -hmm. So most mm -hmm. people think trusting the divine is this, oh, total feeling, you know, I'm always trusting the divine. There's no ifs, no ands, no mm -hmm. buts. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you can hear my eye roll, because there's an eye roll there, because that's not how trust works. Mm -hmm. Trust is a practice and trust doesn't mean that everything you wanted is working out. Trust means that you will be safe, that you're trusting that you'll be safe mm -hmm. in the unknown. And I think so often people fall down in the trusting the divine because they're like trust the divine and I didn't get what I want and I go but are you mm -hmm. safe and people go yeah and you got what you <laughs> wanted right like really like it's really about that and you know a, a friend of mine Maria Gam we were once in conversation and she's like and I was you know being angry with God and she's like yeah, when I'm angry at God and shaking my fist, I have this image of God shaking his fist right back. <laughs> because you are part of that divinity. It is mm -hmm. a reflection. It's like giant Play-Doh. It doesn't have a consciousness that goes, oh, Jen, I know you said you wanted this, but I really think this is what you really want. No, it doesn't mm -hmm. have that capacity. It's it, it's here to... to Shower, you know, shower us with love and vibration of love and then help us co-create with the how to move all the parts. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. it's never going to go, you should go you this way. I, I'm going to veto everything else and you're going to go that way. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So co-creation is key. That deep understanding of a willingness to be showered with that much love, which frightens the heck out of people, by the way. 
It does. Um, it, does. it does, right? As much it as does. we crave it. Right. Because, because right. you know, it's, the, that love, that frequency of, of unconditional love is, is how creation happens. It's like the... It's it's the finances of creation. It's the building blocks of creation. And so to be that, I want to say it this way, powerful, you know, to really see ourselves as co-creators takes a fair bit of responsibility, self-responsibility. And that's what I think a lot of people are are scared about. Like if I take responsibility, if I am really a co-creator, Oof, what does that mean? Does that mean I get to check out? Does that mean I get to veg out? Um, does that mean that if things don't work out, it's my fault? You know, all those kinds of things come come to the plate to be looked at. Yeah. And, and you know, as we've grown in evolution of humanity, mm-hmm. we are an instant gratification world. <laughs> and when you are in that co-creative process, Yes, it's instant and no, it's not. And it, it's not it's not an easy road. It's a simple road, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's not easy. And I think so often people are like, tell me the movie I want to see mm-hmm. because they just want, they think that's easier. And actually it's not. Yeah, it's, it's like, give me the aspirin. Yeah. Don't make me have to change anything. My gosh. <laughs> and, and then they create, they create suffering for themselves. They create a low grade. Um, they're just, they're taking breadcrumbs from the universe when they can really, you know, have the universe in the palm of their hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They could have the whole loaf. <clears throat> I'm really hungry if you haven't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> what can we do really to create more trust in our own lives? I think you have to activate it, right? And mm-hmm. so I utilize this, I utilize the body's divine intelligence mm-hmm. to help activate that. That your body doesn't have free will, it's your mind and soul that does. Your body knows where to pump the blood. If everything works and you ask your body to raise its hand, it's not going to go, I could do it, but get back to me tomorrow, Jen, because I don't want to do it now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have that capacity. So we use the body to help us activate and put us in the consciousness uh, of trust. What do you mean you're in the real? I'm not sure what that looks like. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Yay. So when you're actually in trust, you're actually in the consciousness of neutrality. And when you're in the consciousness of neutrality, you start to understand that the world is not happening to you. It's happening through you. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a challenge, you don't relate that challenge uh, as a part of your essential nature. So if you have a challenge, you don't go, oh, look. I suck again because I have this challenge. You see it as an uh, an opportunity versus a something that's threatening you or um, tweaking your feeling of lack of safety. Mm-hmm. So, Lori, we're gonna activate trust. I'm gonna say it. Let's see what happens in your system. And if I were use words that you don't understand, don't worry about it. Kind of just get on my bus with me. Okay. Okay. So close your eyes. Here goes. Divine intelligence, 
fill my body with the feeling and knowing of divine trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just share what you noticed or felt. Oh, my you breath. You can open your eyes. Like, yeah, my breath just felt like it opened up. Um, I felt this expansion in my heart center, in my chest cavity. Um, and I, I immediately equated it. I don't know if equated is really the right word, but it, um, it brought to mind the, the countless times through different situations or different experiences or using working with symbols that I feel that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And it took not even 10 seconds. Right. Right. It, it was instantaneous, really. So that's an easy way to activate trust. So mm -hmm. if you're having a moment of doubt or fear, you can just activate it. And then the more that you activate it, the less that little thing is going to tweak that fear and that doubt. Um, and then you can also, when you activate that, the consciousness of trust inside of you. That's a great time to have a conversation with the divine and really go, Hey, what do I need to know today? What am I missing? Or I want to experience this. Who do I be? And what do I do to experience that? Mm -hmm. Now there's another piece to that. And I don't know where you, how you work with this. Um, but that I find is so important for people is to something about learning how to listen. So you've talked about asking the question and that's a big piece. How do you teach people about how to listen? You know, I think the first thing is, is that a lot of people don't understand that their intuition is their soul and the divine speaking to them. And a lot of people want that intuition to be like, I get that intuition versus how they're actually receiving it, right? I'm visual. I'm, I'm, I have all the clairs, but smell that one happens once in a while, but it's a, <laughs> right. So I'll get a visual, I'll get a word, I'll get a knowing, I'll get a sensation, but I've been working on my clairs for almost 20 years, right? So the first thing is to understand how your intuition works. Mm -hmm. Do you get visuals? Do you get a knowing? Do you get an in-body sensation? I think when you start to understand that, there's a pause of deep listening. I also tell people to trick themselves, which is ask the question that you want sort of insight in. Mm -hmm. And then do something that keeps your body busy. Because then it's going to pop in your head because you're not trying to focus on it. Right, right. Right. And so often when you start to understand how you're getting that information, then you can also set time aside. Mm -hmm. to, sorry, to have that deep listening. It's why people get their greatest insights often in the shower because they're busy, you know, soaping themselves up and they get this sense of, oh, my gosh, isn't this a brilliant idea? Or the solution to a problem they've been grappling with. Yeah. And then it becomes like, oh, it, it, the less pressure that they can put on themselves to have that interaction with the divine, mm -hmm. the easier that interaction with the divine is, right? Versus, oh my God, I need, mm. to, I need to know, I need to know. I'm going to go back to Tammy Faye Baker again. Okay. Because there's this part where she's like, God, why don't I hear you? 
why don't I hear you? And I wanted to, you know, go, you don't hear God because you're in judgment of yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's also about, you know, letting go of your judgment, letting you go of your not enough mm-hmm. uh, in order to have that conversation. And the con- and listen, deep listening takes stillness. You don't mean you have to sit on the mountain and go, oh, Mm-hmm. But it does take a moment to pause. So I've been like asking, like, what's my new program? I want to do a group program. What's my new mm-hmm. program? Nothing. And the other day I went, I went to the Korean spa and I sat down in the, in the whirlpool and I went, oh, like it was just right there. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took time to pause, to listen, to be still. Yeah. Instead of always being action, 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 action. Um, you wouldn't want to have a conversation with someone who was multitasking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the time. And we tend to do that while we're having this conversation with divine, because we tend to multitask when we do everything. Now. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to be a good listener, you have to slow down and set time aside and yeah. practice. Practice, 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 and practice, practice getting quiet. People's people have a hard time being quiet. People have a hard time not wanting to feel, oh, I'm, I'm waiting in line. Let me look at my phone. Well, if you took that time to just get quiet for just a few uh, minutes. I walk my dog and I walk my dog. I walk about 20,000 steps a day. That's how much wow. me and the dog are out. Mm-hmm. And I am freaking amazed at people who are walking their dog, looking at their phone, walking their dog. Look, I'm like, what are you doing? It's 10 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was, uh, we have these baby foxes. So I'm walking the dog. Mm-hmm. There's a guy here walking, I'm looking at his phone. There's a woman sitting on the bench looking at her phone. And this fox goes right by the woman. <gasps> And I walked past her. I was like, did you see the fox? And she's like, no. And I was like, why are you out in nature? Like, <laughs> Walk your dog on the trail. it's that kind of, right. It's that kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? It's like, be present. I think mm-hmm. so many of us are not present. We're looking for the next great hit, the next great thing. You know, all of that is really addicting to our brains, yeah. right? And so- you're missing a lot of information from your own divinity uh, mm-hmm. because you're too busy focusing. On, it's like you're looking for love in all the wrong places. I had a conversation last week with somebody that's in my um, twice weekly meditation uh, sessions. And he said, well, you know, yeah, this was still difficult for me. You know, yeah, I had these intentions and these things I wanted to to get from this. I said, well, what if you didn't have any intentions going in? There's, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there about, oh, yeah, set an intention when you go to meditate. What if you allowed yourself to just get quiet? Or even if you feel like you can't get quiet, don't try and actively fill it before you even begin. Just go into it and see what happens. Oh, I'm thinking about this, that, and the other. Okay, just take a breath. Oh, and then in a moment, you have that space. It's like the the divine, as you're calling it, needs space. Yeah. How can we hear? I can't hear you if I don't create space. Yeah. And here's the thing: the divine is blasting information 24/7. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And so when we're not filling our heads with all of our human things, Mm -hmm. there's more space in it for the divine to go, hey, go that way, Jen, go that way. Knock, knock. (laughs) Yeah. So two things I'd, I'd love for you to say a little bit about soul language. Um, you know, I have an interview a long that we did a long, long time ago, but it's not on Wisdom Talk Radio. And that, I think that was all about soul language. But I'd love for you just to at least say something about that here. I would love to. Um, so I was really mad and angry. And I was like, oh, why does this person and I get along and that's that person? Where are my people? And I want to be closer to God. And uh, I sat down next to somebody who said we're going to be friends and I went to Lee. why her and not this other woman across the way and what I heard through divine guidance was oh that's soul language and I was like okay and after six or seven months I had this paradigm that puts tangibility to soul and the soul of a business because when the humans have the words to put what they know deep down inside they can automatically create a more solid conviction they have then a tangible tool to move from struggle to consciousness. Um, and that's what I do. I help people identify their soul languages and then I teach them how to put consciousness into everything they do. And time and time again, I hear the same thing. Oh my God, are you in my head? Oh my God, how do you know that? <laughs> oh my God, that's so right. Like, Because why? Tell me, finish that thought though. Because... You know, humans love to have a word. They love to have that kind of structure to help them understand themselves or express themselves to others. And most of them don't have that structure. They don't have the words to put around it, Mm -hmm. not because of lack of trying, but because they're too damn close to themselves. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. when they have that knowledge about their soul, they can really access all of that goodness to create a life that they want um so each one of us has three core energies of soul we call these languages Mm -hmm. your mission how you feel that mission and then your soulful personality uh which is how your soul prefers to go to life Mm -hmm. and i can give a one-liner to every soul on this planet and that becomes your miles marker of success in consciousness so my one-liner is i create balance for myself because it all starts at home and then for others through love, integrity, and courage. So if I'm not being and doing that, I'm creating suffering. It's that simple, mm-hmm. right? And so every day I go, okay, what's the internal and external action of being that one-liner? And that's created a pretty good life so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how does that, if we circle back around to trust, how have how has your work with that demonstrated what you're, we've been talking about about trust? Every time I talk to my soul, I gain more information or I unveil more information that I know to be true. I let go of those things that I was was told to that are true. And here's a great story. I'm in my car yelling at God and going, okay, I want clear proof that you know who I am. And while we're at it, I want my dead dad. I want to prove that my dead dad is supporting me from the other side. I want it. 
and the radio. Well, you're demanding. I know. And this song comes on the radio that reminds me of my dad. I'm like, you know what? That's too damn easy, Dad. Like, enough. The announcer comes on and he goes, hey, thanks all for those requests from the oldies and all of those great, you know, dance places and bars. And he starts going through them. I'm rolling my eyes. And then he goes, I'm Brothers Three. And I drive off the side of the road. Because that was the name of my father's bar that I forgot he had. Yeah. So if that's not saying like God is real, that that energy is there, that it can move this guy thing, Mm -hmm. then I don't know what is. Right. And those situations time and time again have happened to me because I'm connecting to my soul I'm mm-hmm. connecting to God. Yeah. And those God moments are, those keep you going in those moments where you're like, what the heck is going, like, how could this happen? Mm-hmm. Right. When you, when you know that, okay, I'm not quite sure why this is happening, but I'm going to move into a, a sense of I'm safe no matter what. And we're going to, we're going to ride this one out. Mm-hmm. even in the worst of times at the end of it when i'm through the other side mm-hmm. i feel closer to god because i understand all of the things that were in the way and all of those beliefs mm-hmm. that were never going to support me to move forward and that experience helped me let them go yeah And when we can look at whatever the experience is, to look for what are those pieces? What are the things that I got to look at and let go of? And that happens for me all the time. I had an experience this weekend where I was with some friends and I found myself bugged when I went home by a few things that happened. And it was just a simple, simple, simple thing. I thought, well, and then I realized Oh, if I just flip that and get to see mm, how am I like that? Um, what's going on for her that that's coming through? It has nothing to do with me. All of that. It was just like having a big aha in my own heart. And then I could really feel that all the love again. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things about soul language, is like when you really kind of know the players meaning know the people in your life soul languages and know your own you're like oh i don't have to take that personal right because that's just them being them right you really understand Mm -hmm. listen everyone we're all on our own channel yeah sometimes we make cameo appearances on other people's channels (laughs) but we're still all on our channel Mm -hmm. and then when you start to go oh I just need to understand what I want to put into the relationship field with everything on this planet. Mm-hmm. It becomes a lot less struggle and a lot more predictable. And I don't mean by a sense of control, but you mm-hmm. know, the more goodness you put into the every relationship field naturally, the more goodness is going to come back to you. That's the way the law works. So predictable meaning, hey, miracles are here. They're real. Yeah. And they're happening all the time. And that's why I love to say that, you know, our inner guidance system is real. Our inner compass is real. It is not a metaphor. 
It is actually a reality and we get to live within that if we so choose. Right. And if we don't, that's okay. And if you don't, mm-hmm. sometimes that's okay. The, the more that you can be without judgment for yourself, the mm. less struggle you're going to create all across the board. Right, right. The last thing I want to ask you is just that I noticed that you have a free gift for our audience. And I wonder if you could tell us about that. Sure. Hmm. So what was this? It was something you sent to me. Um, okay, I, I can tell you by the URL. It's it's yes, sacred please. practice. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so many free gifts. I love content, so I love giving. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it's really important because I'm a warrior that I have a sacred practice that works. Okay. I'm never gonna sit on a mountaintop and go, um, right? My body has to move. So mm-hmm. sacred practice has several sections of it, right? And so this free gifts help helps you create a sacred practice that works for you, mm-hmm. that integrates into your life. So you'll start to actually do it rather than being told to meditate and that doesn't resonate with you. Mm-hmm. See, sometimes people are like, you have to meditate and, and I'll go, that doesn't resonate with me. And people will go, no, you're in resistance. I was like, no, no. it really mm-hmm. doesn't work with my body. I could do yeah. a walking meditation, right? So it helps you create a sacred practice that you can actually use. It can be integrated and then it mm. can evolve as you evolve. Mm. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. That sounds like a really useful free gift. Yeah. (laughs) A really really good useful gift. Forget the free. Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer, thank you so much for being a guest here on Wisdom Talk Radio. I've loved having a conversation with you and you're right. The time has flown and, and we could keep going, couldn't we? Yeah, we could. And I thank you so much because it's I love when we can get metaphysically down and dirty with someone because it always promotes something in my head later on. And mm-hmm. I love good conversation. And this has been the best conversation of my day. So thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. For me too. For me too. Yay. And to our listeners, our viewers, thank you for being with us today here at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. And remember, you can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts, whatever that may be, because we're on all the platforms that I know of. And if you've enjoyed listening today, please leave us a review, because when you do that, you help other people discover Wisdom Talk Radio. You help other people discover the kind of of wisdom and, and provocative conversation that happen here. And you help people to transform the world. For more about deepening your own connection with your inner guidance, take the Quantum Connection Quiz now. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. 